Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. I'm Akeem. Jacob. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you. That was Aesop Rock, None Shall Pass. Um, somebody... and, and for those of you who said, bro, he just butchered Aesop <laughs> Rocky's name, not him. Do, do your research. This guy, the reason why I played that, I wanted to play that song in particular, um, and for you guys to check out, is it has over 283 individual words used in a single song. Um, there was some song that it was compared to. There's a good YouTube video about this, um, where the there was like a seven minute song and it had something like 170 words. Right. It's it's just crazy how lyrical that guy can yeah. get. It's such a small he couldn't, span of time. He couldn't be memed today. Like, you know, the Gucci no. gang, like every time Lil Pump says Gucci, the video speeds up. Like, obviously <laughs> yeah. you couldn't do that to this man. No, no, no. You could, like, slow it down every time he says a different word. He has an incredible just, like, grasp on the English language that he, he just doesn't rap like most rappers. I mean, obviously he's more of an underground artist, but that's that's a hell of a track. Okay. That's off his debut album, I think. That's crazy. Could be his debut. With the same title, Lunch Hop Pass. Yeah. So, so what are we talking about today? What's what's up? Hey. <laughs> today we're going to be talking about uh, two the Migos, albums. The Migos stunt doubles. The Migos. <laughs> the Migos stunt doubles. <laughs> That's cold. That's disrespectful. Dude. That was disrespectful. We're going to talk about but two chains of yes. futures offspring. Uh, true. Yeah. True. <laughs> true. True. And then uh, we're also going to be talking about the new Pop Smoke Meet the Woo Two Volume Two Volume Two. So. Really, I didn't even have any sort of experience with True. Um, yeah, I, I had no idea. I hadn't even heard of him. When you sent me the link, I said, oh, God, he's got a group now, too? I Everybody got groups these days. So I wanted to read this as part of our news. But um, 2 Chains, two chains in, back in October of 2019, he announced the signing of um, four additions to his True record label. And that's and that's the people fe- the artists featured on here: Schooly, Sleepy Rose, Worrell, I think that's how you say it: yeah. W O R L, and Hot Locked In. Yeah, I, we'll talk about the artists later. Uh, well, the one hope I have for this, when I when I heard about this and, and kind of started looking into it, like you did, the biggest thing we, we all know: Two Chains and Ludacris had the beef over disturbing the peace, and Two Chains leaving disturbing the peace. It was a big issue. Two Chains felt he was wronged. Ludacris thought he was wronged. He kind of had, that was back when he was Titty Boy, right? Yeah. So hopefully, thank God that caused the name change. For those of you, this is my fact this week. Titty Boy was a nickname that Two Chains friends gave him because he was a mama's boy. Right. Um, Shout out to all the Titty Boys out yes. there. Yes, but hopefully, with with Two Chains feeling that he was wronged by the quote industry, hopefully he'll do right by the people that he's signing, and hopefully this will be something. I mean, we've seen a lot of Atlanta rappers like Gucci really just thrive on putting people on. Young Thug is doing the same thing that Gucci Gucci's did for him. Gucci's the greatest A&R in hip-hop. That's what I'm saying. Maybe I, I really hope that 2 Chainz is going that same route. Because when you see interviews with him and you hear him speak, he really seems like a genuine, intelligent guy. And he's Absolutely. a businessman at the end of the day. The dude is in restaurants. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. I mean, 2 Chainz is an entrepreneur. And I think artists like 2 Chainz, uh, like Gucci Mane... Like Lil Wayne, these are all are even Rick Ross. I would I would put in this category, but there there are artists that at this point are so solidified in hip hop. They have multiple hits under their belt. They have a brand and a and a identity. Um, you know, Two Chains had True, yeah. and he he made that into a group. Rick Ross had Maybach Music. Lil Wayne had Young Money, Cash Money, um, and then Gucci Mane just had Ten Seventeen Brick Squad. So. These guys are essentially taking all the clout that they've built up as individual artists and transferring it over to their to their artists. And what I will say without before we get into the project is that I do think Two Chains kind of succeeded in giving his artists a good look, giving them strong features. Like yeah. this is a hell of a debut album for artists that are basically unheard of. Yeah. You know? So But we'll get more into that. And before we get into more news outside of what we're reviewing today. Do you have a fact? I just told you I Titty Boy was named Titty Boy. Dude, I forgot to look up my fact. I'm such an amateur. This man's going to Google a state tree like he did all 2019. <laughs> and by the way, wasn't it supposed to be state bird? Well, no. we you, we you It was supposed to be state tree. And somehow, as the weeks proceeded, we transferred into state bird. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> the state bird of North Carolina is a cardinal. Gang, That's gang. all I had to say. Buzz, buzz. Yep. So we'll blood gang. Oh, that's cap. That's totally now that we're in the Takashi era. Oh. Speaking of Takashi, great segue, Jake. Takashi. Oh yeah, Six I read nine. about this. Takashi Six Nine is apparently being sued for stealing his stupid um, ad lib okay. from a Miami rapper named Young Gordon. All right, Young Gordon should have spoke up sooner. At this point, I think he's anything- suing. So wait, so he's suing Six Nine and Tay Keith for using his work without proper authorization. I guess Tay Keith was the producer for yeah. for that song. Um, Gordon is suing because the first nine seconds of some versions of Six Nine Stupid say, "Y'all already know it's it'd be the young Gordon slash you rocking with." Take money promotions, a take money promotions. Give him that new shit, no fool shit. Oh yeah, let's go. I guess some some of them said that. Okay. It was a nine-second drop. Okay. Okay. Well, good luck with that. Yeah. He might He might win some money. Who knows? People get money out doing weirder things than that. Yeah, true. I just I don't really care too much for him. Yeah. Yeah. You got anything for us? Um, Lil Nas X dropped the, the studio-quality version of Nas's verse for Rodeo. Nas gave him a good verse. Yeah, you played it for me. It, uh, it was definitely a strong verse. It sounded good even yeah. on the Grammys. I'm happy with it. I, I, I my hey, hate ride for, that ride that gravy train as <laughs> long as you can ride it. My hate for Little Nas X has kind of subsided, uh, just because I don't really see him as a the video, viable artist. The video point. was was pretty cool. He was supposed to be like he got bit by by a vampire. It's like half of him. It's, it's a mixture of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and um, what's the Twilight? No, Matrix. Oh, okay. Because at one point, Nas gives him, like, a blue and red pill, and he looks like a vampire. He tries to get, like... It, there's, and there's product placement everywhere. Doritos, Aveeno, <laughs> like, the, the moisturizer cream. Uh, it, they were on really? there. But, yeah, the video was kind of cool. <coughs> Excuse me. So, I want to... I ah! I Talk see, about it. Talk about it. Do you know... Have you heard this? What? So, Demi Lovato reportedly not dating Machine Gun Kelly, uh, despite rumors. Motherfucker. I, never heard I was talking rumors. about the other one. No, we'll get to that one. Uh, um, okay. She was dating... No, Machine no, no. Gun? I guess there were rumors that she was, and she reportedly shut them down. But if, if this was true, yeah. probably not the... If you're a recovering drug addict, probably not a good idea to be with a someone who knows they should be a recovering drug addict and has chosen to stay a drug addict. His words not. Do we mine. know? Oh, really? He's he said that. Yeah, he talked. Well, he. I mean, I don't know what his current. I was state gonna say is, maybe he sobered on, on the Breakfast Club. Like he was talking about how upset he was over Mac and and Charlemagne kind of called him out and was like, "Dude, oh. you're you're doing the same thing. Are you not worried?" And he was like, "Well, yeah, I'm worried, but I'm not gonna stop." Yeah. Well, and he's like, like, "I probably shouldn't be like that, but I am." Like, and he's just so bra- brazen about it. Like, if that was how you, I felt inside, I don't think I would put up that image. I think he does it to sort of seem edgy too. And I he think met- Machine Gun Kelly likes to put on a front that he's a lot tougher than he is, and he he seems like somebody who acts like he has a lot to prove. Yeah, you know, like to the industry especially. And I can see why she shut this down. She's on the uptick. She's recovering. She had a huge. She Grammy doesn't performance. even have the relapse. No, she had a huge Grammy performance. Her. Uh, national anthem of the Super Bowl was phenomenal, uh, so she's kind of on the upswing. Don't yeah. need to get dragged down on the Machine Gun Kelly train. No, no, huge shout out to Demi Lovato because you know drug addiction is not easy, and then being addicted to heroin is even harder. Yeah, so that's like that's a hell of a drug. Yeah. I mean, it's killed a lot of famous artists. Um, so it's it's good to see her doing well. Action Bronson. Yes. It's going on tour. Mayhem's going to be there? Yeah. Sweet. So Action Bronson with Mayhem Loren. No, I mean, Mayhem Loren's cool. He's a, not, he's a good hype man. Yeah. He's probably yeah. as good as they come. I think it'll be good. Uh, but yeah, we're going to go see Action Bronson in May in Asheville. Not too far from home. Come see us. Come say yeah. hi. Don't stab us. Yeah. It'll be pretty cool. Yeah. I'm really That's an intimate venue. That's where me and Hakeem saw Earl. That's where I saw... Um, it's No Name. No Name. It's the only place that I like to go to because it's not huge, but it's not like a small venue. Like yeah. I didn't feel claustrophobic by any means, but also you get such like a good view of the stage. And, and it's almost like like-minded people too. Yeah. Because they're all they are all under the understanding, like, okay, I have to stand in this very small area. And 
if you don't like that, you don't go. Whereas like a Travis concert, like you have the fans that are like, okay, I've been to a few concerts, and then you've got like the fourteen year olds running around. Like it's gonna be a lot of people, I think, our age. Yeah. There. I mean, it'll, and it'll also be like, kind of like, not hip hop heads, but uh, pe- more people of a that listen to Action Bronson yeah. like care about hip hop. Like a I think. lot of people are gonna be. Like yeah. probably baked at this. Yeah, oh, just God. how much Action yeah, Bronson? Number talks one, about it's Asheville. Like, yeah, number one is Asheville. Number two is Action Bronson. Yeah, you get baked to go to church in Asheville. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for sure. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. I don't. What um, is he gonna be performing off of? Um, I mean, at this point, he could perform his anything. essentials. I mean, he's got. Apple's got an essentials list for him. He better do Easy Rider. I, I, I hope. I, yeah, I'm I hope sure he I will. Hear that one. I'm sure he will. So. Yeah, thank we'll you put some Jake pictures for, up if we take pictures. Jake, have. Jake, you know what I admire about you, dude? You, I tell you that I'm not a concert guy, and you never have have looked at me or have have just given up. I mean, you've you've anytime you have a concert that you want to go to, you always try to invite me. I admire your persistence. Hey, well, <laughs> the, the only one recently that I wish I would have went to, but it ended up getting rained out or rained for part of it, was common with like the. Philadelphia like Philharmonic and it was in or the Atlanta Philharmonic and it was in Atlanta. Did you you did you see when Common was here or did you just work? No, I saw him, no, I saw him at the Bible Center. Like I went to the Bible oh, Center okay. when I when Common came to Greenville. Yeah, but he played a show in Atlanta. Oh no, I know, I know. Yeah. But I was trying to remember like if you and had I had seen, seen him, before. so it, it wasn't yeah. like as upsetting. But it did rain and it was outside, and uh, stringed or instruments in rain. Don't yeah, that would be really that would yeah. be really bad. You got anything else for news? Uh, last thing here, uh, Meek Mill was talking about. Um, he apparently had we're not talking about the beef. By the way, it's bullshit. No, that that beef with what him and Nicki Minaj. That's stupid. Really Sue me, young stupid. Gordon. It really is stupid. Stupid. Uh, it really is dumb. No affiliation but, with Treyway, or the Montreal Bloods, or <laughs> continue. Meek Mill. <laughs> Meek Mill. Yeah. So him and Nipsey were apparently working on a collab project together. Unfortunately, he said that they only finished about three or four tracks, and so Meek Mill is giving those tracks to his family. Yeah. To his, the the quote was, but they're for his family. So w- the family may decide, okay, if, if Nipsey was making this for the world, obviously we want the world to hear it. So we may still hear them, but Meek Mill is saying that's going to be up to the family, up I think is kind of what I, that's well, what I take they're from They're in control message. of his estate, yeah. too, I would assume, so they do probably have... Um, you know, they have to. You have to go through them in order to determine. And shout out to Meek Mill, another one on the uptick. Definitely, definitely. And that is why, that's another reason incredible. why. That's another reason why I didn't want to bring up uh, the beef with Nicki Minaj's husband or or fiance. Is that it? It clearly is just a way to smear Meek Mill while he's doing well, because just maybe two or three weeks ago, and I'm not the biggest Meek fan musically, but just two or three re- weeks ago. There was that viral picture of P. Diddy, Jay-Z, him. They were all at a birthday party, I yeah. think it was. And then after that, you're going to put out that bullshit story. Yeah. Over I, over a line that wasn't even that offensive. No, and there's... Now, Balenciaga's now in boot-cut jeans, by the way, yeah. was the insult. And now they're getting back and forth, like, airing out these huge issues that, if are true, should not be settled over Twitter or social media. It should be settled in a courtroom. So there's just a lot of bullshit on both sides. The, and another thing Meek should learn from his past mistakes is and he, Meek he doesn't do well online. He no. does not communicate well online. He he comes off as like this bully, this guy who can't take criticism. He came off like a crazy person at one point back in the Drake and yeah. the, Drake and him beef when um oh when that when that song dropped. What was yeah. the name Meek of Mill, that song? Meek Mill is one to have like his Twitter quote, hacked in the 2010 to 13, 14 era. And granted, he did admit he was on drugs, like pills around that time, but still, it was, it's just not a good look. I hope he doesn't go back to that or we see that. I think he learned because Nicki Minaj put out this song called Yikes and it's all kind of like, she says, talking out your neck, watch out, get your your throat slit. Uh, And meanwhile, he's just riding off the song he put out with Justin Timberlake. I don't remember the name of the song, but he's got a a song out with Justin Timberlake. I watched the music video to that. I think he just needs to do, and he even said that he said, "Look, I'm pre- I'm preparing for this album, and when I do promotions for this album and interviews, do not ask me about this." I like he's, that. So, he's very upfront that I don't think he he does not want to be drugged down by this. That's good. That's good because it it shouldn't. Yeah. Anything else? No. Let's talk. No face. No case. True, True and two chains.
Um, first impression was, I definitely was expecting like a very Atlanta project. I was yeah. expecting something that kind of just that classic trap sound. I didn't really realize how much it would be influenced by that because you know incredibly <laughs> yeah i mean it's i mean of course it's it's two chains label too we yeah. have to think about that or his imprint on atlantic records so i it makes sense why it's so atlanta but it, at times it can be kind of distracting like it does feel like they're wearing their influences on their steep on their sleeve who did this label get put out by scroll down to atlantic the record was it atlantic yeah it I was thought atlantic. that two chains was with def jam atlantic Okay. Atlantic recording. Yeah. And there were Warner Music okay. as the owner of Atlantic. That's gotcha. WMG. Man. No, literally like any any influence from Atlanta's there. There's you can hear a lot of Young Thug on this album. You can hear a lot of Migos on this album, sometimes a little too much. Um The flow, the triplet flow yeah. is I mean, that's kind of be, the the issue with that is I find it hard to give them a knock for that just because that triplet flow it's kind of used by everybody nowadays. Yeah. You know, it's kind of, it's just like the basic. The, to me, as I was listening to this project, it really felt like, you know, like the ABCs of a trap album. You know what I mean? It's it's very, very, very basic. It has like, it almost looks like it was checking a box. Like, yeah. does is there the future sounding song? It, it's very formulaic. Uh, incredibly formulaic. I couldn't get that out of my head when I was listening to this. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, no. Uh, the trap genre right now, and in, in, it's kind of what Billie Eilish made reference to, if you saw that, where she said people are lying about guns, drugs, and girls. She said that's what most of hip-hop is. and if Which is such a dumb and ignorant statement. And I don't want to give her too much shit because she's it, young. Yeah, but, but a lot, so, of, a so lot of it is true. No, not no. It's not that general. Like, yes, there, there are... To, to label the entire genre that way is not fair, no. which is what she's doing. You're she said there's there a lot. Is, well, she didn't say hip hop. She said there's a lot of that in hip hop. That's what she was calling out. I don't. I still don't think it's accurate. But this is background so music more. to me. It, like I don't get yeah. a lot out of this, and that's that's what I mean by that. Like okay, this is good to put it on in the background. Like I don't think there's really, aside from Georgia. Like if you're from Georgia, I would have like cried. I mean, I like the song because we were close to Georgia. I've been to Atlanta countless times. I like the concept of it. Too. Yeah. Um, but that I don't. I didn't take anything away from this really no me either it's really i gave this about three or four listens and each time it just sort of came off as a bit of a hollow listen um the virgil virgil discount was the one that they were trying to make like the big single yeah there's a video and everything but i didn't really think it was all I that clever it. i it was okay it just wasn't it just didn't have that like hit appeal to me you know yeah there's there's highlights of it i think the first song shoot it out is actually more entertaining than Virgil Discount. Yeah. There were some some concepts on this that could have been done a lot better. Like New Level, New Devils. Like is the track was called New Levels, New Devils. How have, how have nobody thought of that? Like that's yeah. brilliant. And I personally thought that was kind of fumbled. And you said the same thing about Georgia, which I gave Georgia right. an eight. That was it scored higher than than most on there. It would get a maybe like a six or a seven from me because it is one of the more it is one of the more complete conceptual tracks at least it's memorable that's more than i can say it, about a lot of this project and this gave me it was kind of contrast this song because when two chains rapped that was his verse that was very like it sounded like rapper go to the league his his album that he did in 2019 and if that you didn't like that go back to it because it's yeah like you said it's hell of a project it's that's it's gonna end up being an essential uh two chains album that might be his best project yeah. he's put out when he when he when that came on, I was like, damn, I said, oh, he, 2 Chains is in every, like, 2 Chains album bag. So I went back, every 2 Chains feature is different. Like, on Georgia, it was very introspective, and that's what people said. That was his highest praise on Rapper Go to the League, because right. it was his most personal album. Mm-hmm. Wasn't really making, like, strip club bangers. 2 Chains has, has, a, has a very unique talent in that, on the surface, he's not really a, a rapper that you would look at and think, like, Oh, this is somebody with a lot of personality. He could easily fall under that generic category. You know, he hits all the checklists. Like, big chains, big rings. Yeah. You know, the look is there. But his his music, his unique beat selection, he has some, some crazy mixtapes. He has one called Free Bass. If yeah. you haven't listened to that one, go check that one out. 
He clearly is somebody who who has a deep knowledge Daniel of Sun music. Daniel Sun Daniel Sun Necklace Don. That's where the flute got popular. Yeah. And I think that inspired songs like Mask Off 100%. Oh, absolutely. And that's on the beginning of the song where the flutes. Mm-hmm. He used flutes out heavily. Uh, and that's like a... I, I don't think we would have that without... Um, I mean, maybe there were artists that had done it before, but off top, I think one of the more popular examples of that, that was yeah, two. That was the most popular that we had noticed. Like right. flutes were not really a big part of the no soundscape. But he of clearly has like a knowledge of structure, instrumentation. He oh, knows how to put put a package together. Yeah, he's I mean, he's done. He's worked with Mike Dean mm-hmm. since um, based on a true story. And yeah. when you work with somebody like Mike Dean, really Mike meticulous. Dean, yeah, Mike Dean would pull creativity like that out of a deaf person yeah no offense no, i mean mike dean is a genius and i think when people like that have the mind like two chains people that have minds like kanye when they work with people like mike dean and travis as well they just thrive off of each other mm-hmm. it <clears throat> this just this was kind of missing that and maybe yeah. it's because this is their first offering but it just lacked a lot of well, direction it, he could also be doing kind of the thing that, that Jake Cole did with Revenge of the Dreamers. There wasn't a lot of like, I mean, I don't want to generalize J. Cole, but J. Cole's preachy. Uh-huh. There wasn't a lot of preachiness on his label's group collaborative. Yeah. And I don't think 2 Chainz probably had a lot of influence. Like he probably let these artists come in and do what they want. And that's what I kind of respect the most about it is that mm-hmm. he stepped back, knew when to put a feature on. Because he's not featured extremely heavily. I mean, but... Where, where he's needed, where he's needed, it works. Like there was never a, a two chains feature where I was like, "Damn, I didn't really care for that." I I did like I always in, enjoyed when two chains was on the project. I think um, I was it like Quavo I had nothing. I said nothing bad about any time that two chains was rapping. No, no, me either. But his but true as a group, I still have I have trouble sort of rough. <laughs> I have trouble. Uh, separating them uh sort of like you know them they're not like very distinct yet and again this is their first project they have a lot of room to grow uh there is a good foundation here but other than that i can't really say it's anything more than a foundation yeah and i think it's a good foundation Mm -hmm. like and when i when i realized how they had the them broken down Uh and then i could start hearing okay this is what schoolie sounds like schoolie's a little bit more of a singer yeah, I said he was kind of like Two Chains Jid, mm. because he could sing, and I felt he could carry a melody well, and yeah. he can rap and and flow the beat well. Right. Um, so once I got that, I kind of got a little bit of distinction, but really, they had to have like a lot of chemistry, and I almost like the Dreamville format where there's so many people on the song that it's just one person, one person, one person, one person. Right. Like what was the Hefe shit uh, uh-huh. towards the end of the album it had everybody on it Hot Locked In Schoolie Sleepy Rose Whirl and 2 Janes right right and that's kind of how I felt about Gang Gang like when they're all together like I could kind of feel the chemistry see how hear like quote their sound mm-hmm. see what they sound like together and I like that but when you separated them and just let like one of them do a song with a feature like that's what I don't it was kind of boring I don't know you. where if I could this does not inspire me to go listen to them on their own that's what right. I'm saying at this point. And and it's kind of like Migos where if you start out as a group, generally you're strongest as a group. I mean, there are some people and, that that, di- that don't follow that rule. Like like Ray Schremer does yeah. not really follow that rule. I would say that Swaley and Slim Jimmy can go off on their own and they create a sound that's very distinct. Yeah. Together they're still good, but I can definitely – and maybe because there's and, less people too. I honestly, I don't think this is so much of, hey, this is our group effort. Mm-hmm. I think this is more of him showcasing these artists. I think right. these people, are, these artists are going to try to do stuff on their own. Yeah, and that might be a little tough. Yeah, maybe. But as I listened to it and kept listening, like, I got, quote, I don't want to say less offended. Yeah. But I, I didn't really skip, I didn't skip anything. Less offended. I didn't The whole either. time. Like, it sounded good. So if you, if you were, like, a Migos fan. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're Migos fans, but... I would never go to a Migos concert. Like I just, I have no desire to see a Migos concert. I but might go for the for, if you for if you are a trap fan and you just love this sound. It's you'll this love a good this. album. You'll yeah. like it. You're right. You're right. This is definitely aimed at again. 
and that's why it kind of incorporates it hits all those check boxes like you heard you heard a lot of um, yeah when i heard young thug i was like young okay thug. cool but i've heard this like right. if i want to listen to this i'll listen to young thug do this right that's kind of how i felt right this this is definitely like if you're a trap fan listen to this project but if you're looking for for some sort of standout or really uh you know, highlight of them as a group. I'm. I kind of have trouble coming up with. No, them. and there's a few songs that I can I can see being hits. Reliable. What were your favorite tracks? Reliable is really good. I really. I, I wrote my note was shockingly Quavo destroys this track because I've does. gotten really stale on Quavo lately. Yeah. And he absolutely his kills single that. his solo project was the worst out of all the Migos. That includes takeoffs. The only only one I liked from. Quavo's album was the one with Kid Cudi. Yeah, that track. was incredible. Yeah. No, and dude, that's a sleeper because I posted that on my Snapchat. Was this? Was this? Yeah, that's incredible. a great track. That might that um, should be that. But that one would be a good one because it's Schooly, Quavo, and Two Chains, and there was a lot of chemistry between all of them. Right. So I think that one would be a potential for a hit, and I like. Schooly's that one. definitely the standout. I would yeah. say on this project. It, Talking about true as a as a group, Schooly definitely is the standout. And there were points where I like uh, Hot Locked In. Mm-hmm. It was kind of raw. I don't want to say like pop smoke, he but just a change very, his name. very raw. Yeah, neat, dude, a little more concise. <laughs> Let's focus in. And, uh, I'm a hot locked in fan. Yeah. <laughs> but I liked his song, Fake Beef. It was him and 2 Chains. Mm-hmm. Um, the hook was catchy, and that is shocking for a relatively unknown rapper to be able to carry a hook and let 2 Chains actually, like, obviously, like, if 2 Chains saw a weakness in one of these, be like, nah, bro, let me handle this hook. Right. But... Two chains said, I like your hook, let me hop on this track. So I guess I give some respect there. I liked Hefe shit. Um I like that and I I love that format. Like everybody's getting bars, like right. the whole group on on one track. Right. Um that one was good. The first two tracks were good. Shoot it out. Yeah. But the I don't remember who it was. You've got the track list up? Yeah, I got it. Who was the second person that appeared on uh Shoot It Out? Sleepy Rose. Sleepy Rose. Yeah, yeah didn't care for that. At on that all? track. Yeah, it sounded like an auto-tuned, like, helium-voiced Birdman. Yeah. Oh, god dang. Yeah. That's brutal. I kind of, I do like the first song, though, regardless of... And I liked Virgil Discount, scored a nine. It's it's a good track. I just don't think it's like a hit-hit, you know what I mean? And that's what it's kind of coming off as. I don't know. It was okay for me. Uh, there's not really... Rock Out with NLE Chopper. That, that, was, that was my, it, my, my, like, I would say my three would probably be Rock Out, Shoot It Out, um, and, uh... I don't like to break up my face, too. I, I almost want to say G-Wagon, but I can't remember. I think the singing on that one kind of sucked. That was the one that sounds like trophies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Play it. Let it run. Right, I'll let it run for a little, a little bit. If that's not trophies slowed down, I don't know what it is. Which, it, it, it's, it's probably a cleared sample. Yeah, I think it is. Because that's pretty on spot with the melody. But this one kind of had like a... This one, I think... I think this one kind of sound like people. I'm going to speed it up a little bit. It's good. I, I could, I could kind of get down to that one. I didn't dislike one. it, but yeah. when I heard that, I was like, oh, we're doing trophies? <laughs> we're doing trophies? Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I'm ready to give my opinion on this one. I don't really have much, too much to say. Do you want to hit on any tracks? I mean, I pretty much gave him the NLE Choppa. Yeah. It was called Rock Out. Shout out uh, NLE Choppa, even though I didn't love his project. it was He was a good feature. I'm glad I brought that up because I had a note here to talk about Hot Locked In on that track. Gives me, like, boosy vibes on that track. Did you, do you remember yeah. hearing that? I was like, damn, yeah, this is yeah. like, this is boosy. So I like that one. Uh, Vir- Virgil Discount, like I said, Shoot It Out. Hefe Shit. Uh, fake Beef. And reliable. That was one with Quavo on two chains. Yeah, very nice. What are you giving this out of ten? Got a five and a half out of ten. So I'd, I'd, I'd bump it to a six. That's exactly I, what I was gonna give. In you. hindsight, like when I went in, I was like, ah. But then when I saw like there were a lot of tracks on here that I did like, but mm-hmm. they're it's a la carte to me. I'm not gonna go back and listen to this as a whole. I admire that they didn't really push this. They could have made this. I'm sure they had more tracks. It looks like they did some cutting, um, that like some cutting. Yeah, I mean, like we said, cutting it down. We listened through. I listened through it four times and didn't skip a single track. The whole all four listens. Yeah, I I would give this about a five. The only reason why, again, this is not really my type of project. It's not. It's not something that I'm gonna go back and listen to on my own for like personal personal listens. But it definitely showcases. 
I would say it's on par with. I I was saying at first that maybe this was better than um, Jack Boys, but I would say this is on par with Jack Boys in that they're both really good foundations, but I find it hard to go back to them. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's good moments here. I think. For and sure. I, I think these artists have potential. I just mm-hmm. didn't see a concise image of that. Like I saw right. times where I was like, damn, I, I can kind of get with, with this. Right. Then I hear on the next song and I was like, yeah, not, not feeling what I felt on the last one. I'm with um, you. But I adore two chains. Like I've said several times, two chains is my father. Two chains, two chains and Lil Wayne are two chains is one rapper that I would be excited to meet because I feel yeah. like he would be able to have a conversation with you. It wouldn't, he wouldn't come off as like you're just typical celebrity. Nah, I, I respect Two Chains just in his contributions to hip hop and, and pop music. I do think he's influenced a lot of rappers out here in a similar way to Lil Wayne, not quite as big, but definitely, definitely a, yeah. a hell of an act. And I'm excited to see what comes next from these guys. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said earlier, I, I hoped that he, he kind of takes that kind of grandfather role that Gucci had. It's like how he was putting people on and how we're seeing Young Thug put people on. Hey, they, these guys can be, I think they're better A&Rs than the record label could ever be. Yeah. You know, just in the fact that they've, they've lived well, they, the life they of a successful Well, they did it like artist. they've done it. Like, yeah. look, I, I've put, I've walked this road and now they can step back and kind of see the whole genre as a landscape and then put in their input. You're, there is that innate talent that those artists that we just listed have. And then they were able to pick up the business side of stuff later. Yeah. And that's what makes them so powerful. Like, I think Young Thug, like, you look at this guy just in maybe, like, six years, how much he's polished his image. Yeah. And how, how much of, like, how aware he's become, how how impactful his music is now compared to, like, Barter 6. Just the evolution, you yeah. know. And, tr- and 2 changes. is the same Yeah, people way. need to look at, at what Young Thug's done with his image, what... Two chains has done not really with his image, but with right. his brand and what he's done with his money and his wealth. Yeah, and and learn from that. I think the baby is one that needs to learn from that. I think he is. He's just not saying like, I, okay, I'm realizing that I'm famous and I need to do things differently. And he I has think, a hell of a temper. He reminds yeah. me of a Gucci Mane, where like yeah. you're like, God damn, dude! Yeah. Like you have a lot of innate yeah, Gucci talent. Gucci Mane punched a woman on camera. He's and he yeah. tossed a chick out of a car one time. I mean, yeah. there yeah. were some crazy stories about. I, I think it is a little bit Gucci. of anger, and he just really needs to control it. But some of these younger artists need to look at what. People like Young Thug, what Two Chains, what Gucci's done with himself, yeah, and and learn from that, yeah, most definitely, I mean, and not be like, oh, I can. I think what some of them are doing is seeing like, oh, damn, Gucci trapped his whole life, and and now look at him, he's cutting a wedding cake with the sword. Like I think some of these people think they're invincible and can get away with anything, right? And they're still gonna get to have that glow up that Gucci had. Like, no, it it's work not that the way. case. No, Gucci's a rare case. He's not yeah. like the rule. I'm just saying his the way he carries himself now is some something that yeah. we should all aspire to fucking. So I, I hope Two Chains kind of steps into that role and really puts these puts these kids on. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to True and uh, No Face No Case. Definitely check it out, guys. Absolutely. When we come back, Pop Smoke, Meet the Woo, Volume Two. Check it out. Hey everybody, thank you so much for listening to Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. Before we jump back into this episode, I just wanted to let y'all know to give us a subscribe on the Apple Podcast app a follow on Spotify, and give us a rating as well. Follow us at HLHPO on Instagram, and uh, send us a DM if you guys want us to review something in particular. Thank you all so much for listening. Let's jump back in. Rosé. He gave him a hell of a feature. Bose. Bose. Uh, he did. They've got, they've got chemistry. Big shout out to Russ. Uh, we were going to review Shake Shake the Snow Globe. I think we still should. We, we it, just mentioned that it would be a possibility. It's a lot better than Zoo. Let me say that. His last project he put out was yeah. Zoo. Yeah. That was horrendous. At least this one, I kind of see where, where he's going. Um, but yeah. we'll get we'll get into that one. I really think we should give it a review. I liked what I've heard down. so far. Okay, I'm and open to it. I liked what I've heard so far. So, but then Denzel Curry dropped. Yeah, and Denzel Curry kind of fucked the world up today. Yeah. Oh my um, god! Unlocked. So if you guys haven't listened to that. 
Any first impressions on this or anything you... Anticipations? I, I knew what I was going into, I can say, uh, based off of Gotti from the Jack Boys Project and um, Christopher Walking. He has a music video out for that one. I gotta say, I hated Gotti. I still don't like Gotti. That's where um, I saw it. I was like, damn. Yeah. Well, see, what, what got me with Gotti, and I mentioned it when we reviewed Jack Boys, that... I, at first, I was like, "Is this a meme? Like, is did he pick this guy?" Because like, and I thought, what I'm thinking is like, uh, and this is gonna sound bad, but honestly, the first thought I, in my head was like, "Is this some like obscure Houston rapper that maybe has died, or just somebody that like, like major hip hop hadn't known about?" Yeah, because yeah. not everybody really knew about DJ Screw. Travis right. really kind of brought a lot of people to DJ no, Screw. But DJ Screw was really yeah, but well. You know known what I mean? Like, I'm thinking, yeah. okay, maybe he's putting somebody on. I mean, like, rest in peace, Screw is yeah, like what absolutely. people know, but. For a newer generation. Yeah. So I was like, okay. And then I was like, no, he's this, he's giving this man like the the whole song. And then I went and listened and Welcome to the Party was out. And I was like, damn, he's really making a move. He's got a big movement off of this sound. And I had never really heard that before. Right, right. I hadn't really listened to him either. I mean, I would say he's kind of become an overnight success. Oh, yeah. Like, it went from, it went from Gotti. And by the way, that's what's crazy. He's like most everybody who heard Gotti did not like it. You know what I mean? Like, I, there, I mean, it got you hyped, but I, a lot there of people was a hated Snapchat that chat. poll um, asking if he was going to be like the next superstar. I don't remember what, what the wording was. Was he going to be, I don't remember, but it was 51 and 49%. So he's, he's got a 50% approval rating. Yeah. And that's kind of what I, what I've gathered. Like, People either like him or I don't think there's any middle ground on Pop Smoke. Right. Like, I think either you're with it or you're not. I will say I feel like I knew what he was going for from the start. Even even though I didn't like Gotti, his his sound, his energy, all that, that the vibe, everything that he was shooting for was very reminiscent of sort of like a, like a mystical. Mystical, where, DMX. Yeah. Mm, Easy. No, but he's oh, not the, on the that sound. level. I'm talking about the, like, yeah, the what grass, he's going for. The gra- By the way, Den- I can't keep. I keep talking about Denzel Curry, but he does a DMX flow on the new project. Did you hear that mm-hmm. one? Oh, check that shit out. We, we'll play that after. We're definitely reviewing that one. Uh, but yeah, he's a. Uh, he was going for that aesthetic, I would say. Yeah, and that's what I think I like the most is that kind of throwback, kind of not, not more obscure sound because it's not really in the forefront right now in the the sounds of dmx i was like damn this is like people are gonna hear what dmx was kind of bringing because dmx isn't super popular these days within hip-hop but he was a megastar at one point um i'm just i'm I'm appreciative that a 20 year old is gravitating to that i didn't know he was that young yeah it's crazy he he definitely has a good grasp of of his identity i guess as an artist um I told you he reminded me of Playboy Cardi. Yeah. And the reason why he reminded me of Playboy Cardi is both of them have a lot of I can't I can't explain this without saying like open open room in their tracks. Like there's just a lot of like times where the the vocals will just drop out and yeah. he just lets the beat run for a little bit or there's a little ad lib in there. Uh Playboy Cardi kind of does that too. It's very like staccato and obscure like Yeah. Not in the Blueface way where, like, you... Blueface is rapping offbeat. Blueface is a, is a meme, a Pop too, Smoke a and Playboy Cardi are taking the harder route on the beat. It's more like taking the path less traveled. Like, it's still on beat, but it's not the, it's not the first flow you would think of. No, and also, Playboy Cardi has more, I would say, in common than with Young Thug a bit, where he... His voice kind of becomes the instrument. Almost. Yeah, because of how you high know? his voice yeah. is, it's harder. Like Pasmo's right. voice is obviously low, and you he don't also, have as much range like that. He also reminds me of, um, not Michi Darko off of yeah. um, off Flatbush Zombies. They both have that really lower graspy register, and um, on here it sounded really good. Like I said, there was a lot of moments on here where I was In, like, Invincible impressed. was when I was like, okay, I'm, yeah. I'm, I knew when I heard that I was going to like hell it. of a starter. When I heard it, I was like, I'm going to like it more than Meet the Woo, because the only song I go back to on that is Welcome to the Party. Um, but he's learned from being around Travis in the background. He's put, and it, it's his voice, but he's little added ad-lib. a little a little bit of melody and like ad-libs that either tie into what he says or the beat. Mm-hmm. And he that, pulled a lot from Travis. 
and I don't know that it's so much like what it, what I like in hip hop, like in this sound and what Travis does is the layering and every song has texture. And that's what he's bringing by adding that. And that's what I liked about this versus the last album. That's what good trap music does as opposed to bad trap music. If you look at artists, the reason why, no offense, but Lil Baby, the reason why he's not really as essential to me as like a Young Thug, for example, the reason why I compare the two, not just because he signed to him, but they have a very similar register in the way they rap. The difference is Young Thug adds that texturing, adds that layering, uses his voice in all sorts of wild ways. I mean, he's he's just something different. Um, but there's texture to the songs, and there is a lot of texture here in these tracks as well. And the main thing being also good hooks. Um, I would say Christopher Walking is like the best example yeah. of that one to me. That's my favorite track off of this project, bar none. Yeah, the bounce on that track is crazy. It's crazy. And so is the music video for that one, too. It's a good music video. The only thing I didn't like was how, like, Migos-esque the ad-libs were. Mm. Like, it just sounded, it almost sounded like Quavo was doing it at times. Really? To me. Yeah, yeah because because I think the way the auto-tune, yeah. could, his melodic voice is very similar to Quavo's. It is. It's just deeper. Yeah. Like, and, and I even thought when I was listening to that, like, Shake the Room. That was a song that Quavo was actually featured on. Right. Quavo would have done a better feature on Christopher Walking, I think. I did like the Quavo feature a lot on this project, though. I didn't hate it, but it's good, not great. Like, it's okay. nothing memorable. Like, I wouldn't be like, damn, bro, did you hear that Quavo verse on the Pop Smoke I like album? the way he sounded on the beat. I think that's just what... Wait, yeah, he's never going to miss, but right. I've said it he's recently. Been... He, Quavo and the Migos are getting stale to me. And that's why I was so encouraged by his verse on the... the True album because he killed that verse. Right. But in general, right now the Migos and and Quavo, all of them single artists, are stale to me. Mm. That's fair. I mean, it's just the sound has kind of we're, we got exactly what I wrote. So many it's years. Good, not great, nothing too offensive or too memorable. What What were the tracks that you scored the highest? What did do you think they had? Is there anything they had in common? Production, probably. And a lot of his production does sound samey, and I think that's going to be probably one of the biggest critiques on this, mm -hmm. is a lot of like the bass drops and are the same. Are very similar. That bass drop is the same. It's very similar. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? And it's just how like it, the bass like changes notes, and it's not very typical. And you, you, when you hear it, you hear it, and you, you'll know. Like it, it's just very similar. Um, like Invincible was a high-rated track. Sweet, Sweetheart with 5VO Foreign. Um, Usually when I see a feature like that, and we talked about this on the uh, Trippy Red album, usually when I see a feature that I've never heard of before... It's not a good time. I'm thinking, okay, yeah, it's going to be trash. Favorite. But I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Five VO Foreign. I didn't enjoy that he, one. He reminded me of like a thug Vince Staples. Like if Vince Staples just talked about like violent, like Ooh. just this sound, like that's what it reminded me of. Okay. Like a less introspective, more... What I said, thug Vince Staples. I felt myself getting a little bored with this project between tracks 8, honestly like 8 through 11, I just, there's not anything there that I really remember. Like I tend to, I don't know, for me listening to this project, I mean 13 tracks is not that much and it's 35 minutes, but as a project, like it, it dragged along to me yeah. a bit. Like it just, it went too long towards the end. I was like, oh fuck. His album is much like the true album. It's going to be very a la carte for me, yeah. but this may seem crazy, but just hear me out. He, I think he's going to have a lane, not as big as baby, but I think people are going to be scrambling to get a pop smoke verse. I agree. Because he's formulaic. If this is going to work and it, and that's the, that's the next thing everybody's going to want to hear. He's got it, and I think he's going to have kind of like that blow-up like Baby, And that was a big cr critique of Baby's first album, Baby on Baby, was that there wasn't a lot. Like, there were some tracks people went back to, but as a project, it was not as concise as Kirk. And I think right. that's why Kirk was so well-received is because of how well-rounded it is. Kirk also has a lot more. I mean, the production is also helped it's, oh, out. way better. I'm sorry, you were going to finish. But I hope that the next album is kind of like Kirk. For Pop Smoke. Like, I right. hope he focuses in and, and does it. Because this is kind of all over the place. 
the tracks that hit hit and then the ones like you said they kind of drag also like you said the, the production is just at times it's just a bit samey and i think what the baby was able to do on kirk also to add on to your point because i think that is a good comparison where they they did kind of blow up overnight yeah. with a with i mean pop smoke is a bit more confusing because with the baby because yeah. <laughs> it's out of like it really field. is out of left field a bit but, but because the baby had suge and suge like you hear it immediately it's a hit you know like immediately it's a hit. but a lot like pop smoke very atypical right as to what is really imagery popular. topics like, everything yeah yeah, you're right. You're right. Even the 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 gold, the, the big chain, the dance. Like it, you're right. He just was doing something different, and it was hot. And I think that may be what Pop Smoke has. He also has good cosigns. Yes. I mean, Travis Absolutely. got the biggest cosign you can get right now in hip hop, essentially. Yeah. I mean, there's not really one bigger, other than Kanye, which that's always a big cosign. Not that. But these look days. what look what Chance. <laughs> not, yeah. Not fair these point. Days. Fair point. But, no, no, I'm talking about musically, yeah. though. Yeah, I got you. I mean, come on. He dropped freaking, uh, what was that? Kids See Ghosts. Yeah. And that was Incredible. when he was wearing a MAGA hat. So, and it's, <laughs> it's yeah. one of the best collab projects of all time, we would say. Uh, but, oh, fuck, I forgot where I was going with that. I forgot. It doesn't matter. Um, Are you talking about his cosigns? He, he does have yeah, good cosigns. Yeah, he has really good cosigns. He has really good cosigns. But look what Chance did with the Kanye cosign. He's never going to fail. You yeah. did, buddy. Oh, but there's so we were talking about it before we started, there's so many artists I could see Pop Smoke killing a song with. Him and Young Young MA would do a, a track together. They're both from New York. Um, him and Drake. Because you know Drake's dude, Drake's big on hopping on a sound. How did Hop we on not, this one? Dude, how did we not talk about the fact that designer should be uh like beating his pillow right now? What do you mean? The gruff voice oh, yeah. trap rapper from New York. Yeah. They literally rewrote. Maybe the same guy. Bro. They literally. I, I just now realized this because I didn't know he was from New York. Yeah. Somebody get him in a room. He you know, Somebody get designer and pot smoke in a room and we'll believe they're two we separate need people. To, yeah. We, first of all, we need to verify that they're two different artists. Second of all. How how crazy is that that they're both from New York and they have that kind of... I'm glad, I think there's a little bit of similarity yeah. there. And I'm glad you brought that up because at the time, we thought Designer was going to catch on. Like, there were... I remember we talked about this on the podcast. We were talking about, like, this may and be a wake-up call for the, Future because yeah. Future, like, okay, you may have to get back to, like, rapping because this is what people wow. want in you. I remember this conversation. Yeah, you remember that? We yeah, were like, that's what people want in you right now and... Because you're giving us Hendrix. Right. And you got this guy that can sing like you, but rap better than you. Right. Right. And also, the difference the difference between Pop Smoke and Designer, I will say, is Pop Smoke dropped the Woo 2, Designer dropped New English. And if you listen to New English, it's unfinished as fuck. It's not a good project. There's two there's two songs that were that he had dropped before he got famous. So already I will say that Pop Smoke is ahead of Designer because people are I would say this is going to be Yeah, we're not positive. saying that they're on the equal playing field No, no, but I like what you were saying where where we're over we 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 did over overestimate Designer's trajectory. Yeah. But I will say Pop Smoke is not fumbling the ball the way that Designer did. No, and, and I think there was some label issues with the with designer we don't need to get into that but i think the difference in the two designer was kind of doing a sound that was already popular mm-hmm. pop smoke's not really doing that i mean the biggest genres that he borrows from is like drill and grime instrumentals more so grime in the production and the delivery is a bit yeah. grime-esque so that's really where i think he's getting the most like lines drawn for comparison also we need to mention the fact that the the features bended their flows to sound more like him yeah which I think is already a good indicator that Pop Smoke is on to something. Yeah. And I, and I think he has a sound, whereas yeah. I think Designer was part of a Sounded sound. like Future. Yeah. It was a meme. It literally, I mean, that was what kind of made Designer, I mean, Panda, of course. But now, if you play Panda, it's not going to go off the way it did when it came out. No. But you, the, I don't but think so. If you're listening to Life of Pablo, it, it still goes hard. Timmy Turner is... Yeah, Timmy Turner's crazy. I think Timmy Turner's better than Panda. Yeah, it, it, just about any designer song is better than Panda. But Panda was so crazy because of how Kanye used it, in my opinion. Like, yeah, the way it's... Yeah. yeah my, uh, what were some of your favorite tracks off of 
Pop Smokes. Invincible, Christopher Walken, Foreigner, believe it or not. I love the way he says for- Foreigner. Foreigner. You hit that on your Snapchat. This is what, what, was it, what, this is what white people say when they see me. <laughs> I just kept hearing Foreigner and just imagine like everyone pointing at me saying that. Um, uh, Sweetheart's a uh, good track. And um, uh, I would say Shake the Room. Okay. It, was a, it was okay, but I would put it in my five. I got you. I liked Invincible, um, Get Back, Christopher Walking, um, Sweetheart. That was the one with 5 year Foreign. Element. That would have got a 10 out of 10, but I had to hear him say, Papa Perk go retarded for the 99th time. Yeah. We're just not down with that. I don't care for either of those references. No. Like, that, those two references to me and hip-hop are dead. Yeah. Uh, Except Lil Wayne was wearing a Percocet chain. Yeah, he was in that. It, Did you watch yeah. that? You saw that? Yes. I, in I, the Drink Champs interview. We'll talk about that after. Just yeah, we need to. This might drink. answer your question. Oh. A drink is a liquid intended for human consumption. In addition to their basic function of satisfying thirst, drinks play important roles in human culture. Common types of drinks include plain drinking water, milk, coffee, tea, hot chocolate, Juice and soft drinks. You learn in something addition, every day. Alcoholic drinks such as wine, beer, and liquor. Alexa, stop. The drug a- Thank you. Wow. I don't know how we what summoned her. What was that? I don't know either. Drinks. Thank you, Alexa. Get out of here, that. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> stop listening, Jeff. Actually, yeah, keep you want listening. a sponsor? Sponsor. Yeah. Use our Amazon associates. Cock tease. Oh. <laughs> So, so I liked Element. But yeah, it would have scored in 10 out of 10 if I didn't hear him say Papa Perk go retarded that many times. Um, yeah. I wasn't a fan of Mannequin with Lil TJ, but I really liked Lil TJ on, on War. Okay. Lil TJ. I kind of caught on to his, his vibe, but to me, he's too melly sounding. Like he's very, yeah. very melly. Like I'm just. He has that a sound bit is oversaturated right now. He like, does have a little tekka, bit of a wave. You know what I mean? Like I'm just. That, that sound to me is so saturated. Did you see the new Tekka? That te- with that artist Lyrical Lemonade did the video. Yeah, I saw. I didn't watch it, but I saw that. That came dude out. looks like Justin Bieber's drug addict cousin. <laughs> I mean, it, don't get me wrong; it's a good track. Like we should actually play that one at some point. Dior, uh, which was a bonus track. Yeah, I don't. I. Which that was that came out previously. I don't think it was a single. I don't. It may have gotten leaked, but I had heard that one before, um, and I had liked that one. But that was but those are the, about the six that I like. Nice. What are you rating it? Got a six. Because of the a la carte aspect. Like, mm-hmm. as a project, I'm not going to go back to it in entirety. Yeah. It's going to get, like, a... I mean, honestly, I would say... I wanted to say, like, a four and a half. But I, I, I will say a five because the tracks I like on here, I like a lot. Still a pop smoke. Hey, <laughs> I hate it. I, I, I would say it's, like, a five. Um, I'd, hey, I'll even give them a five and a half. But it's... um. I would say it's around there. Just because it's not something that I'm going to go back to often, but I do like Invincible. That's definitely my favorite Pop Smoke track. And that one and Christopher Walken, I would say, yeah. are tied. Um, those are really my favorites. The other ones, like, I like them, but they're not they're not ones I'm gonna, I need to go back to. I'm, I'm excited to hear more. He def he definitely has a lane in hip hop, and I want to see what he does with it. Like yeah, I said, I, I don't I, I don't know if I can say he's for the masses yet. Right. Like I think his There's sound potential. is still a little too abstract, but like the the comparisons we drew to the baby, I think are, are pretty valid. Like I think he has that the kind of potential. Definitely. I tell you who doesn't like Bob Smoke. Who confused the hell out of my grandfather. <laughs> so I, I walked up. I was like, "What's up, Pop?" And like I whispered, "Smoke." And he said, "What?" I said, "What's up, Pop?" Smoke. He said, what are you doing? I said, you cannot say pop and forget to smoke. <laughs> That's not real. That was like a stand-up comedy. Yeah. I said, I said pop and then smoke. And then all of a sudden, he just started. He looked at me kind of funny. Yeah. He said, what, what the hell are you saying? I'm sorry, pop. Smoke. <laughs> what you been listening to? Uh, Aside from pop and smoke and, and true. Joji has a new single out, Run. I already started my 2020 playlist. Uh, there's two Eminem songs on there. Holy shit. Um, Bro, I know. Me and, Little Engine and Godzilla. Me and Tamitha went back and listened to Eminem, and I told her, she's like, I haven't finished the album yet. 
but did you like it? And I said, yeah, I liked it a lot. We actually went back and listened, and I had to prove to her that he had like three misses until this album. But we went back and listened to like our favorite songs from every Eminem album, except for the last like Kamikaze um, revival and, and LP2. Right. That was entertaining. That is cool. And Don't that's be somebody... ashamed to say Eminem's on the 2020. No, no, no. 2020's been wild I already. It really no has. No one's going to judge you for having Eminem on your playlist. Dude, what a surprising start. Like, it's already better than 2019. Well. I'm going to. You don't have to say it, but for me, 2019 sucked a big bag of donkey balls. Personally, yes. I'm talking about like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm. 2020 well, kind of. What went... were the biggest albums from 2019? Igor. And Igor. And that's it. And that's all that I really remember from 2019. Yeah, 2019 musically. I'm was sorry, not Denzel the best. Curry Zoo and Igor. And then there was like there was other albums there, but I oh sorry. Bandana. Hang on. Yeah, see <laughs> there as you dig deeper. Okay, it was better. good. Okay, it was fine. But yeah, this is a, this the is a good story. story is don't be ashamed to have Eminem on your playlist. No, no. Also, 070 Shakes project has really grown on me. I went to Brockhampton Saturation 2, dude. Holy shit, guys, if you have not given Brockhampton a chance, obviously you have, they have so much buzz around them. But Saturation 2 is just a hard experience from start to finish. It's so, so good. So good. Saturation 3 is still my favorite, but Saturation 2, god dang. Um, and I was listening to uh, Russ shake the snow globe. Okay. So obviously we already talked about Unlocked, the Denzel Curry, Kenny Beats project. Um, I discovered this guy, his name is Boldy James. The way I discovered him, uh, Vince Staples quoted a tweet from this guy, and he says, yeah, I'm on that project. And he said something about his verse. He said it was, he used some crazy adjective to describe it. Um, and I was like, okay, what's he talking about? So I was like, I'm down to hear Vince anytime. So I yeah. click on it, track this guy down, and he, he just put out a project called The Price of Tea in China. His name is Boldy James. Uh, this just came out uh, last week. So from there, I went back and found the album from uh, 2013, produced by Alchemist. It's got Action Bronson, uh, Vince Staples, Earl Sweatshirt, Domino Genesis. Uh, really great track. I haven't listened to the whole album yet, but I went through the three uh, features I just named, and they were all good. Green Day put out an album in 2020. You want to hear Green Day in 2020? Answer is no, you don't. God, no. Yeah. God, no. I had, I had hopes. Bad? It's what I expected. It's not terrible. Yeah. But like I, I'm a casual Green Day fan. I'm yeah, not a yeah, diehard. Maybe the diehards will be like, I'm so excited to hear them again. Yeah, but yeah, you know they're. Not, but I'm saying they're not like Fall Out Boy where they went pop. No, it's still it's, it's still, still kind of their sound. It, yeah, it, it, it's Green Day in 2020. That's all I'm gonna say. Damn, that's really been it. I listened to obviously the Trippy Red track that came out. Went back to the Doors. You ever listen to the Doors? They had the Riders on the Storm. Shout out to the Doors, of course. I'm not unashamed to say that I discovered the Doors by playing playing Need for Speed Underground too. Why would you be ashamed of that? I'm not. I that's said I am. Fuck, I am that's unashamed. hard as fuck. Yeah. Uh, the song with Justin Timberlake, by the way, Meek Mill's called "Believe." It is oh, yeah. the most. Listen, I'm I'm again happy that Meek Mill's doing well, but it's it if you can you cannot make a more generic like motivational song. It's he literally would, named Believe. He wants the radio play. It's cool. I don't blame him. It's cool. Hey, you got Justin Timberlake on there. I know the I know the agenda already. Well, yeah. Remember I think he gets the Jay Z. Yeah, he gets the Jay Z connection there. Yeah. Remember suit and tie though. Yeah. Crazy. It's One, not a suit and tie. It's it's good though. Two last albums: Alicia, the self-titled Alicia Keys album, coming next month. Three singles out: Time Machine, Underdog, Show Me Love with Miguel. Do you like what you heard? Great. All great. Really? Yes. And then the last album is Jay yeah. Jay Huss's Big Conspiracy. It's fucking beautiful. I sent you that one. Yeah. I saw some some friends on um, Apple Apple Music were listening to it. It's it's this like island true island sound. Um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Not Afro, not Afrobeat. Totally different. I can't think of the of the of the genre, but. It's it's such a good project. Production on there is outstanding. Yeah. Outstanding. Outstanding. Shout out to Jay Huss. Yeah, I like that a lot. Definitely. All right. So what you got for us this week for the writing prompt? Yes. I'm going to pull that up right now. I. Oh, yes. All right. How are rage and anger different? Mm, that's difficult. Yeah. I was really trying. The way I was thinking about it was just the way I felt. Because I, I can genuinely think of the, you know. 
Go ahead. I guess rage to me would be like the step after anger. Like you've been angered and you've chosen to like rage out. Whereas if you, I guess that's your, that's the choice is, okay, do I act on it? Like if you're raging on something, that means you, you've let the anger affect you that much that you've kind of cracked and, and acted on it. Right. Whereas you can be angry and not act on anger. So I guess to me, rage is more of a verb. Anger, anger to me feels like something that you can experience daily, whereas rage is something that comes, I think rage only comes from like true response to anger. Like you said, like it's acting on it. Okay. Because rage, when I think of rage, I think of something that's been unleashed. It's not like anger where it's something that builds up. Yeah, because when you look at it like from a, a musical aspect, like Travis uses the word rage a lot, like ragers. Kid Cudi has a song, Mr. Rager, and it's all about, like you said, unleashing, and that's what that's what he feeds it's on in concert. It's intoxicating. Yeah. Like, it literally is a different state of mind. Like, when I listen to Cudi, when I listen to Travis, it rage in that sense. Like, being in a crowd hearing that, I could definitely see myself being in my own zone yeah. and just, like, going nuts. Like, that's what I assume rage is. Anger is that daily. I think rage... Anger is the currency of rage. Every day you get angry, you're depositing a little bit into that rage jar until you finally unleash it. Until you spend it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And that happens for me about once a year, where all the anger builds up from January and around November 10th. What's the... (laughs) Right before Thanksgiving. Like around that... Just when the holidays are about to ramp up where you have to be nice, I unleash it at like November like 10th or 15th. And somebody just gets it. Is, oh, it's uh, anger management with Adam Sandler and Jack Nicholson, and he's talking about, uh, he said, Hilarious comparing the, the two people that deal with anger, he's talking about th- th- some people come in and, and shoot the cashier, and he said, but the other type of anger is the cashier that sits here and does his job day in and day out, and then comes into the store and shoots everybody in the exactly. store. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, I guess, like I, like I said at the beginning, it's it's the action, and I guess how you decide to, to deal with the anger. Right. That's why people, I guess people that have rage, like, shoot guns or do UFC, like, they have something to channel that anger. Or music. Yeah, or music. Any, anything, really. A hobby. Absolutely. That was a good writing yeah, Get yourself a hobby. Get yourself Go, a like, hobby. Collect press pennies or knit. Dude, the worst thing you can do for yourself is be bored. Or jerk off. All right. <laughs> we went south there. All these artificial intelligence. Sorry, I didn't quite catch that. Yes, you did, Siri. You know what's happening after this episode. Speaking of fucking AI, um, have you watched the movie Her? This went south. No, I have not. Dude, that shit—that's the one with Joaquin Phoenix. Yes, Yes. he has a he has a mustache, and Scarlett Johansson plays the AI's voice, and it's it's like really crazy how intimate he gets with the AI. I've heard it is an incredible movie. It's so sad. It, it's crazy that I felt sad after it. Well, the reason I haven't watched it is the same reason I haven't watched The Irishman yet, is I just have not had that much time to invest in a movie. I'll tell you, it, I haven't gone back to it, and I watched it when it like first came out, but it was a hell of a It's on experience. Netflix, I think, or Hulu, it one is. of the two, because I've seen Netflix. it several times. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Like, through scrolling. Yeah, they, they recommend the shit out of it. But if you haven't watched that one, definitely check it out. Yeah, definitely uh, kind of a relevant topic. Yes, of course. Because if, if you have not seen the incredible leaps and bounds that AI is making, you're doing yourself an injustice. That's all we'll say on Hooks, Lines, of Hip Hop. That's it. Yeah. Go ahead, Jake. Let's let Rick Ross take us out with Amsterdam. I can't... Before we run into that, I can't believe we went so south about talking about having sex with AI. Amsterdam. At least we... <laughs> We skipped the other writing prompt because of my crude jokes. <laughs> we, and somehow we've we avoided it. a lot. Somehow worse. we came full circle. That's true. We've edited out much worse. God, too. God, the stuff yeah. I think about. At least now we haven't. In the beginning, we've really had to like pause and cut. Yeah, so many times. Yeah. All right, now we woke up. All right, guys. Now welcome back to K one oh six AM. Hooks, lines, and hip hop. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be riding out to. Amsterdam. It's RR305. Rick Ross, the 305. <laughs> the only station to play Rick Ross Deep Cuts. All day. Every all day. the time. <laughs> it's 
a hot hot one out there today, Miami. <laughs> That's a good Enjoy Amsterdam. Nothing to lose, I was starving from the start. Not the same cat driving Jaguars. Open fire when you see me. Yeah, a lot of making whisper. The club that I'm a member, they'll be same cats driving Jaguars. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to another episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We appreciate you spending your time with us. Don't forget to share us with your family and friends. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Once again, that's HLHPO. Thanks for the support, and until next time, see you!